You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Did we just record us talking over the intro there? Did no, all no, of us no, know? No. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> I got good. you covered. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, yes. episode number 20, two zero. That's right. They never said we make it this far, but we are. Kari, what do and, you think? And you don't listen to they. No, never. That's, that's, that's I do what listen, I've heard. Do, I do listen to they. That's the problem, right? <laughs> episode 20. Yeah. Uh, man, we're growing. We, we, uh, I've got the Facebook and Google Analytics all set up so mm-hmm. I can try to sell people stuff. Right. Uh, this episode is brought to you by absolutely no one. So we need- it's Brought to you by us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we did have a show sponsor for two episodes. It went well. He sold a bunch of cars, so it works. <laughs> like he's like, "Oh my gosh, Mike, I sold so many cars." Right, right. So we just need a few more sponsors. We've got. I can shoot me an email info at thisdetroitlife uh, dot com. Visit us online to pick up a t shirt so we can continue to grow, bring in guests, do podcasts, go to events, and do all that stuff. www.thisdetroitlife.com. All kinds of dope ass gear. No, like this sweatshirt that I'm wearing right here for St. Patrick's Day. Everybody like it. Triple Cork Town. Yeah, it's a tricolor because yeah. that's what. Oh, now I get it. It's not all it? making sense. All right, joining us today in <laughs> studio. Uh, if I'm reading the note card, if I can pronounce this correctly, Stefan Johnson. Oh, there he goes he's from Motor City Brew Tours. <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> we were in a funny conversation about this on a tour I was running last weekend. It's Stephen Johnson, by the way, everybody. I was just messing. And with I him. had a Stephen Johnson on the tour. Right, not seems tour. like a pretty common name. <laughs> it's a super common name. Now he was a ven, and then we we're talk about how well if you're it's a ph like me, like it would be cut off always, and everyone would say Stefan or Stephanie, or they wouldn't, they just couldn't figure it out. Like it was so complicated. Right, it ain't rocket surgery. It's no, not right here, Stephen. <laughs> like I can read. It's like can... really not complicated, but it gets done wrong a lot. Yeah, a- another name that's like that is uh, is a n d r e a. It's like you got it, Andrea. Andrea, uh, uh, oh, and, oh, I got one. Megan, Megan, yeah, right, M E A G A N. And you right? just see it as like, oh, how do I, oh, I don't want to mess their name up. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's Megan, asshole. <laughs> oh, all right. Like my whole life, I always said Megan. Yeah. And then it's like so many years ago, all of a sudden people are saying it differently. Right, like, when right. did that happen? <laughs> the why is silent? Was there a news report and it said, now we say this differently, but I wasn't there that it, day? You know, yeah. it, you, you probably would have had to see some sort of a like housewives of Notre Dame or something. It's, that's mo- it's just it millennials, just millennial shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? What, whatever. We could blame everything on millennials. <laughs> I, but I am a millennial and so right. is Mr. Rufio Jones. And I don't know you. I'm definitely not. How old are you? Do I'm you older than a millennial. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know, Gen I'm, X. Yeah, I'm Gen I, X. And I'm, I'm right I'm right on that razor's edge of millennials. That's so what everybody I, says. I no, you're millennial. We're no, well, I'm saying, I, I was born in 82, so I guess it, it like, started right then. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I don't necessarily. Anyway. Millenn- no, no, no. Because this is something I've been thinking about. Millennials get such a bad rap, but right. us, like the older millennials, like I'm I'm 34. Mm-hmm. You're 30 uh, math six. Six. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we've got jobs. Right. We've got kids. We're married. We've got mortgages. Like, there's a whole, like, stop pretending like we're you riding made that in the shirt. You made that shirt. I mean, that makes you pretty <laughs> yeah. right I got I got a whole website. <laughs> I'm saying no. And this isn't, yeah, because I'm really raking in the dough with this podcast, <laughs> let me tell you. No, like, yeah, I, I've got two other jobs. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> stop treating us like we're riding in the backseat of our mom's car, <laughs> sucking our fucking thumb, you know? Like, and, anyway. And also, 
just keep in mind, like, I know it's funny, but avocado avocado toast really isn't bad. It's not it's not bad. <laughs> you don't like it? <laughs> no, I'm saying it's not bad at all. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. So, you know. I fucks with avocado toast. <laughs> It's just the internet makes it a joke. Yeah. It's, like, well, it's not bad. No, but Gen X kind of just slides in between like, so there's the boomers that hate the millennials. There's the millennials that hate the boomers. And then in this middle ground where nobody ever talks about is like Gen X where yep. they're just, oh, we're just going about our business. <laughs> like, I well, like you, you're our managers at our jobs. You so know don't what I piss mean? us off because right. you're going to get fired if you piss <laughs> yeah, us off, yeah. basically. Your salary will be docked. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Okay. Steven. Wow. Uh, that, that got weird. That yeah, did. No. Quick. But I can roll that way. It's let's, fine. let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. So Motor City Brew Tours. <laughs> That's what we call a segue in the biz. Mm-hmm. A very good segue. What is it? What is it? Uh, I started uh, Motor City Brew Tours in 2009, so I'm mm-hmm. 10 years old, man. That's really actually incredible. That's, what, that's and what's up. Um, I can't. It's almost hard to say. I'm like, 10 years? Holy shit. And uh, it's a guided tour company and we focus on bus bicycle walking and boat tours that focus on the beer industry okay so okay. walk us through like a, a standard you jump tour. on you jump on a bus we take you to three breweries about an hour at each stop you have tours tastings vip experience uh and then we dump you back somewhere uh walking tours <laughs> walking tours same get concept. out of the bus tours over. Right? we just kick you out at the end yeah. right all right time up man um I like this guy. And that's the basis of the business. So we started with bus tours. We branched out into walking tours, which is the same concept, just without a bus. Uh, in the summer, I do what's called bike and brew tours in the city of Detroit. So I have 10 different routes in the city of Detroit. They all finish at a brewery. So you do a bike tour of the city that has some sort of theme. So it right. be all kinds of themes. Beer history, prohibition, automotive, cork town. Haunted. I like, I like haunted shit. <laughs> uh, not haunted. Well, Halloween, there you go. There's your idea, haunted bar tour. Boom. And then you get beer at the end, right? And we don't do bar tours. That's not our thing. We leave that to other people. We take people to breweries where they make stuff. Okay. They have to make stuff. So don't ask me if we go to Hopcat or some bar. That's right. not our thing. So we go where breweries are at. So we work with about 50 different breweries now, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. And then we do four events. Uh, this summer we'll do on the Detroit Princess Riverboat that are beer tastings on the boat. Oh, nice. So you get to sample a bunch of beer on the boat. You go on a cruise. You get a little food. And then they kick you off the boat at the end there right. too, right? Yeah. So, uh, right. No. yeah, that's the basis of the business. I also do a podcast, uh, and then I wrote a book uh, called Detroit Beer History Brewing in the Motor City. So I do lots of uh, promotional Holy talks shit. based sick. on uh, the city's beer history. So I'll be at like the Detroit Shipping Company, for example, where we met. Yeah. That same night, I met the owner when we were at that networking event a few weeks back, and I'm going to do a, a free beer talk there, right in that same room we were at. When is that going to be? Uh, that is gonna. That's a good question. Uh, that is going to be February twenty seventh, uh, Wednesday at seven p.m. It's free. If you go to our website, MotorCityBrewTours.com, you get more information about that at the Detroit Shipping Company. At the Detroit Shipping Company, I will be there without a doubt. Whatever you do, don't plan on doing anything uh, with Motor City Brew Tours April sixth because we have a huge event coming up that's not exactly announced yet. But I'm going to float out some more ideas, right. uh, a few more hints as we go on through this episode. Very smart. You want to come? I need to hear more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a busy guy. Like you, yeah, you can't yeah. just you can just throw out a date. I'll buy you a beer and wink at me and <laughs> buy you a beer. Your, your pretty Corktown sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, like, like it's not enough. I'm glad there, you right? think it's pretty. I, I like this sweatshirt. Why, yeah. Whatever. You, you, ask, you, you know what? Just because you said, what's your favorite beer? <laughs> oh boy, I knew you were going to do that. Right. My favorite beer is the one I'm drinking. Sure. At, ask, at ask, that at that 
particular moment in that's, that's such a stupid answer <laughs> and you know why because it's such a stupid question yeah, it is a dumb question it is yeah like i wish i had like it's a like dollar free beer. my favorite's free beer if i had a dollar for every time someone asked me oh you run a beer business what's your favorite beer i'm like oh my god you know people that are into beer that really love local beer they don't have a favorite beer do you have a favorite style yeah i mean i like malty beers versus hoppy beers although i am drinking uh bell's two-hearted right now so as a beer tour operator i'm I'm like a brat. I get to try everything all the time. So I like a little bit of everything. Sure. Is what I find. But Do you I, find it seasonal, like your tastes adapt to the season? Totally. Like in the winter, your porters and stouts, and summer, your, I don't know, IPAs and Bud Lights? Well, summers are lighter and citrusy, and you're right. Winters are darker beers, porters, and stouts. And yeah, that's totally how I typically drink. Sure. It just happens to be that a nice uh, Bell's Too Hard was in the fridge when I came into the podcast Detroit studio. So yeah, I snapped that. Yeah, let's do it. Right, here, here's my question. So it's been it's been a decade since you started. What was the impetus? Like, like what what made you decide to start doing this in the first place? Uh, so my wife and I were uh, in South uh, West Michigan on a, uh, a a guided uh, bus wine tour where they picked us up at a hotel, took us to some wineries, and we did tastings, and uh, that was really fun. So we were driving back to Detroit, and I just said, boy, I love going to breweries and doing the same thing. And I love drinking beers. <laughs> it's not complicated, right? Like it, it, That was where it came from. So I sat on it for about a year, and then I was really drunk at a beer festival, and I pitched it to a coworker. Right. And he said, dude, let's just rent a bus. And it was so simple. I'm like, we're going to go rent a bus, and we'll just do it. And uh, that was I originally had this guy as my uh, business partner. He, mm-hmm. he eventually kind of moved on to something else, and I kind of moved it forward. Uh, but that was really how it started. Right. We both just loved local beer, and when we traveled, we'd like to check out breweries. And, and you'll find that most people that are into local beer, that's what they like doing. And when we started in 2009, that was a little more novel of an idea. Mm-hmm. I know it doesn't sound yeah. like it's that long ago. It was just 10 years ago. But if you think, think of the whole beer world and how that's expanded so much in the right. last 10 years, and now so many more people are interested in it, when we were doing it then uh, – you didn't have 10 breweries in every small town like right. you do now. Uh, so it was it was harder to find them. You had to do a little more research, right? Now they're just falling on top of you, right? Like the hotel has a brewery attached to it right. in whatever city you're staying at. Right, and you right. can kind of do that exploration. Or just the hotel bar itself now has good beer, and you can explore good beer in a lot of cities a lot easier. But in 2009, kind of prior to that, before it was as mature, uh, it was a different game. Right. So there was well, yeah, more 2008, every, nobody had any money. Everything was falling apart. And you're like, well, I'm going to yeah. start a beer. Doesn't that make business. sense? Yeah, it exactly. totally makes sense, right? No, we t- I mean, we talk a lot about being authentic on this podcast and just kind of trying to not necessarily follow your dreams, but just stick to like what you enjoy. And if you do what you enjoy, it'll be successful in one way or another, right? Do you, so when, when you started this, did you just basically start in Detroit, in the metro Detroit area? Do you now venture out a little bit further? Like you organize here and then take people to, I don't, I don't know, like Grand Rapids or Lansing or wherever. Uh, spot on. Yeah, that's exactly how it starts. So it started with, hey, I knew guys at like three breweries. Right. So I said, hey, can I bring people here once? And it was like friends and family, throw them on a bus, and we did it. And then over time, we would just start approaching more breweries. And it was like, it's not a hard proposition. You approach a brewery and be like, hey, can I show up with a bus with 20 people and spend money here? Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> hey, that's a new partner, you know? So, like, over time, they start learning about what you do and you build a reputation around that. And then you start branching out. So, the core business is uh, downtown and Metro Detroit because we have 50 some places that we can work right. with. But we'll also do day trips at Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids. We've done two day trips to Traverse City before and, and things like that. We'll do beer festival transportation of different beer festivals and 
but we still stay That's into the core of local beer. Too. Yeah, we're, we're doing the uh, Winter Beer Fest in Grand Rapids. We're running a bus from Royal Oak, so right here, to uh, Grand Rapids on February 23rd. We still have some seats available for that. And you jump on the bus in Royal Oak, take you all the way to Grand Rapids. You hang out at the festival all day, and then we drive you back. A lot of fun. I do a couple festivals a year like that now. It's, it's, it's a blast. You just sleep on the way back on the yeah, bus. Yeah, sure. And you're magically perfect when you get back to Royal Oak after that, right? <laughs> I don't know about perfect, but you're slightly not as bad as yeah. you were two and a half hours before. Hence, we probably have to boot you off the bus right, when right. you get back, or at least wake <laughs> you up. I'm sensing right. a theme. We yeah, kick you right, out of the bus. Right. We kick you off the boat. You don't got to go home. You're just not staying right, right. here, right. bud. It Beat is. it. We have a recording. We'll just play it, right, when right. we need to. Sure. I, honestly, I, I think that's impressive. Like, It's just, you know, like, do they, uh, do the breweries now contact you or do you you contact them like is is it just a mutual thing like how how all do you how do you uh bridge that gap it's interesting uh over time as new breweries would open up they would meet me and be like when are you going to bring someone right right and and that conversation would start from that and now because i do kind of multiple things i have like a different conversation so part of the reason why i started the beer tour guy show podcast also on the podcast detroit network uh, out of the same studio, almost mm-hmm. the exact same seat I'm sitting in right now. Not a big deal. Not a big <laughs> deal, <Nice>. right? <laughs> anyway, when I started doing that, that was also part of that pitch of that brewery. It's like I go approach a brewery and be like, hey, in April, I want to bring a bus tour out here. And hey, how about you come on my podcast in right. March and we'll talk mm-hmm. about it. And then, hey, I wrote this book and I want to come to your brewery on an off night and we'll pack that place with people and I'll do a free talk. Right. So now like I come to them with like a suite of things to add a little more value into it and kind yeah. of differentiate me from – uh, the bachelor party bus that just showed up unannounced, right? right. Like, I don't want to be associated with that. Sure. Right? I, I'm a guided, organized, all-inclusive package. And, you know, we try to be somewhat controlled for something that's a yeah. drinking tour, right? And uh, that's our approach, though, because we want to be business-friendly to them. We're a small business owner. They're a small business owner. If we do it right, everyone comes ahead. That's Absolutely. Yeah, that's our approach. Dude, I'm so impressed by people and slightly jealous of people that can write books. Like you, like you just said it so cavalier, like, yeah, yeah. so then I wrote a book and you know, then, so we'll go to the brewery and I'll tell them, you know, I wrote a book. <laughs> what is it about? What is your book about? Like that just seems that so. That made it sound super more important than it is. <laughs> no, though. no, but I mean, it's a big deal. It is like, a big it, deal. It's, that's not, that's not something that you just do. You know what I mean? Just Someday I'm going to write a book. Yeah, like, like, yeah, all right. like, oh, it's Saturday. Let's put this book together. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they, it, t- it takes a lot of work and time. So it is a thing that is important. Yeah, so congratulations on that, oh, you know? Well, thanks. Yeah, it came out a couple of years ago, and it's it's been a lo- uh, interesting project. Right. Uh, I didn't set out to initially do it. I got approached from the publisher. So uh, the History Press, Arcadia Publishing, which is uh, – a local regional type of publisher. So they do like those historic picture yeah. books of cities. It's yeah, that yeah. company. Well, they have a series called the American Palette Series, and it's different food and or drink histories of cities. So like you name every major market in America, and there's a beer history one of that. Right. So they approached me, and they wanted one of those for Detroit. And they said, hey, we see you run this tour company, and you do a, a, a brewery history bike tour in the city. Like that's half of the book. You right. know, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm not a writer, but – I figured it out, and luckily I have a mom. <laughs> I have a mom that was an English teacher, and you know, parents with you know college degrees that are smarter than me. And Your mom was probably like, "Oh my god, my son's I know, writing a book. I know he's. I, I have done my job. This is incredible." 
I'll never forget, like, I sent her the first draft, and my parents were going to read through it. Just and, redlined. <laughs> and the whole thing was red. Yeah. And, like, within five minutes of hanging out with my mom, I go, you know what, Mom? Everything you suggested in there, I'm just going to go with. And she just laughed. She goes, okay. Right. You know? And then she just went through and kind of removed all the red. And so I always say, that, like, my mom seemed to write half. Not that she wrote the book, but, like, she made it sound so much more professional. Right, no, right. absolutely. Because uh, she had that, you know background as an English teacher and she knew what she knew what to do. So like everything I've written my whole life still to this day and I'm, you know, a 40 plus year old person here, mm-hmm. I still have my mom look over yeah. it. Sure. Right? And it's like an important part of it. And anyone who runs a small business who doesn't use the people around them, absolutely. Uh, you're doing you, it wrong. You you're, you're definitely <laughs> doing it wrong, right? Like my whole family's involved with whatever I've had of success with mm-hmm. this business. I always stem back to them, right? Right. Like the very first talk I did when the book came out, my parents were there. Like my niece was there. My sister was there. A bunch of friends were there. Customers were there. It was wild. And um, it's just one of those amazing experiences, right? It was just like, wow, this happened. And now I've done 50, 60 talks with the book in all kinds of crazy different venues. You know, sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's like, what am I doing here? Right, right. But it's all part of that hustle of, uh, you know, getting your word performance too, right? Yeah, yeah, you got to be engaging. That's something Rufio here knows quite a bit about hey, performing. I, I I do what I can. I just like the the whole the whole reason I, I'm like always impressed by stories like this because like you know I look, I don't I don't drink so like anything that that you would have said to me in terms of like uh, IPAs and whatever I would in, just India Pale right? like read I, a I book. Know. I don't know. <laughs> I should have read a book, <laughs> but that's why it was it was so important to me to like just just see you know where you started to where you are now because it's like it's just a, a idea that you had and then from that you know you you've turned into like a, a real a real monster and i i just oh thank you I, that's I nice you to dope. say that you just use kind of the background you have and if you're pass again like you guys already said if you're passionate about the subject which i was right that's what does it in the end and uh now that i'm 10 years in so much of the success of the business has to do with customer service mm-hmm. more than anything like yeah you can know a lot about beer or like drinking beer and that's cool and I like doing that, but I knew a lot more about my corporate experience with sales and marketing and my educational background kind of helped me be more service oriented. And then the people that I have involved with me are very service oriented. Mm-hmm. And that's what customers see at the end of the day. Like, yeah, you could bring them to cool breweries and they dr- drank some cool beer. But if you're a dick. Right. Like there's that yeah, book no out. There's the book that. out there in the hall um, before I came like, in. How it's not like, to be a dick. How not something. to be a dick. Right. Yeah. So if you're that guy. You're not going to be real successful as a small business Absolutely. owner. Like I, I used to always tell people, like if you're going to start a, a tour business or like a customer facing kind of business, you need to like people, right? So like first it and helps. foremost, if you dig people, <laughs> you can make something like that successful. Right. And there's a lot of hard work, and I do everything else in the background too, and you know whatever. That's just details. But at the end of the day, like I like people, and I have fun with that. I, I come out of a tour like invigorated and excited. Right. Like, sure. Oh man, I just hung out with just buzzing. 30 people, right? And whether I drank or not, I'm always no, no, buzzed. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, totally, right? Like that's true. And if I drank, it's even, I'm saying it even faster right? in that situation. For sure. That's why yeah. I, usually when I get out of doing one of these, I'm just wide awake, just like, <laughs> oh, that was great. I had so much fun, you know? Then you just got to sit and wait till the next one. You start jotting down ideas. Uh, I have a habit of like pitching really bad ideas to our guests that come on, would you be open Uh-oh. to hearing That's one of these up. ideas? <laughs> I don't think I have a choice, though. Not do I? right now you don't. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and I actually just... But thanks looking... for being so friendly and asking me first. <laughs> hey, I like people. <laughs> <You know? laughs> hey, 
spit take. Yeah, that was real close. Oh man, that was close, wasn't it? <laughs> it's not my equipment. I'll give Luckily, I've done a few of these, so I didn't yeah. spit into the mic hey, or the hey, beer. Hey, hey. So, so before we get off topic, I do want to pitch you this idea, <laughs> and I just thought of it right now while I was looking over the show notes. Are you familiar with a uh, uh, a character named Punxsutawney Phil? Yeah, he's a groundhog. Yeah, the holiday Groundhog Day, right? Uh, there are towns and breweries, I'm sure, all along the route to Punxsutawney. Have you ever considered doing a Motor City Brew Tours Groundhog Day tour where you drive people out and you hit breweries all along the way so you get there just as the Groundhog comes out and then you just party all, all that day and turn around and come back? Wow. So I, it's a great idea, right? It's interesting. I yeah. never thought it, of that. It's an idea. Yeah, whatever, bro. See, he's... <laughs> I don't know. It's like I said, I'm workshopping it. Right, right, That's right. not like I mean, That's what you were writing down there was what I was talking? <laughs> no, what I was writing down was why doesn't Detroit have a punk a Punxsutawney Phil? Right, right. Uh, I thought Detroit could do it and we could name him Bell Isle Bill. <laughs> Bell Bell Isle. Yeah, I don't know, you know. And instead of uh instead Sounds of, like a cool shirt you could put on your site though. It could though, be. It could it? be. Uh, well, dude, you should write that down. Be, right? I'm writing that down right now. Uh, <laughs> you got to come up with your own mess. It's going to be, yeah, this Detroit Life presents the Motor City in association with Motor City Brew Tours, mm-hmm. Motor City, Detroit, whatever, Groundhog Day featuring Belle Isle brand. <laughs> I think that sounds better. Oh, you changed yeah, change it. Well, I'm just brainstorming. And then we all just party. <laughs> Brad. Anybody? I mean, nobody. All right. So let me scratch that one off. <laughs> Um, we, we're trying. What did Liz say? We're trying to activate. I probably, the I probably have fun at the party. I probably wouldn't use my business name, man. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm getting at. That's all. Well, anyway, I just think that Detroit should have a Groundhog Day Word celebration up. and name them Bell Isle something. You know what? Don't they? Email. Don't they have something that I saw on the news? They were doing out in I don't know how or some park or something. It wasn't a groundhog, but it was something else. And there was it a should newscast. be a muskrat. Is what I think it should be in Detroit. Oh. Sure. I don't know. This is this is where we have some R and D person that'd be looking this right, up right, right, right now and be like, "What did you see on Groundhog Day that was local?" I don't remember now, but I swear we have something locally here that was done. Honestly, I like I I don't know, but I wouldn't be shocked just because like uh you know stuff like that is always going on. Like there there's hey, always it a it, when it gets cold, we're we're uh we're reporting live from Hell, Michigan, that type of stuff. You know what I mean? So it's always yeah. something. Oh, like, that's totally what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's always some story like that. Where it's it's at least uh, a a facsimile of what's going on in, in in some other place. So yeah, that's probably a thing. I'm well, sure he didn't make it up. Well, Belle Isle Bill saw a shadow, so it's gonna be an early spring. <laughs> it's gonna be an early spring. And the first thing you Google is that. Don't get excited. He's usually wrong. Yeah, right, so, right, yeah. Uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever. I I love that. I wanted to go this year. I was talking with a couple of my my friends who were trying to go out there this year. Right. That's one of those events that just like that's Woody, America. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. By all means. Uh, no, please. <laughs> no, I feel like I really want to hear this. <laughs> Michigan Groundhog Woody the Woodchuck predicts early spring. That's right. This is uh, an article what? in the Free Press. From where? What uh, city? Feb 2nd, 2019. Uh, let's see. Marion Township, Michigan. Never said heard handlers of, her. of Woody the Woodchuck build as Michigan's first official groundhog. Says she's predicting an early spring. That's what it Ooh, says on here. Bradley the Belle Isle Beaver. This was at the. <laughs> I, I can alliterate too. <laughs> the, Howl, the Howell Conference and Nature Center. Ooh, I started to say Howell you before, did. didn't you, I? You that was all that. I really knew before. So it was a woodchuck. And I swear I saw this on TV, but I had it on mute because <laughs> I was like <laughs> drinking multitasking <beers>. and <laughs> yeah, trying to deal with a hangover or something. I don't know. But the funny thing about it is like the reason that we don't 
necessarily need that is because it's Michigan. Like, it'll be spring tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then it'll also be uh, Antarctica the day after that. So, you know, I, I guess I guess some, uh, you know, uh, weather-predicting rodent doesn't really work all that well. I mean, he it's still gonna exists. It's going to be dark. It's going to be gray. It's, yeah. it's going to last for the rest the, of your life. <laughs> Michigan, Michigan has had climate change problems since its inception. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Who knows? Speaking of wild animals and crazy shit, did uh, any of you guys see that article that just came out either today or yesterday about the guy that was running and the mountain lion attacked him, and then he ended up killing the mountain lion with his bare hands? V- via uh, you didn't see suffocation. That? Stefan, you didn't see that? I'm going to look it <laughs> he up now. suffocated it. So I'm thinking, how does that happen? A mountain lion attacks you? I'd be dead. Like, it wouldn't even be, <laughs> like, it's not even close. Like, I, I don't even know if I would fight back. The, you you know what you 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 end up having a uh, a, a real response because you don't want to die, right? And he then kill the mountain lion. I know, with his bare it, but hands. that's the thing. I I mean, like I I'm I'm afraid of pit bulls, but I'm sure if one like charges me, I'm going to at least try and punch. You'd it figure in the something face. out, yeah, right? Like, like I'm not going out like this. You know so you so you're telling me that you could suffocate a mountain lion with I'm, your bare hands? I'm telling you, I will try. Yeah. but I'm also telling you that I won't ever meet up. With a cougar, in imagine the first how place. many yeah, how many things had to go wrong for right. that one thing to go right for that guy. Hey man. <laughs> so like yeah, yeah, like mountain lions and I, we're we're not going to cross paths in the first place. So that's on him. But uh, like good good on him for uh, you know uh, killing an animal that was only doing its job. That's got to be some. <laughs> oh, wow, there's a commentary. <laughs> <laughs> he was just being a mountain lion. He was just doing what he was oh, supposed that to do. Poor mountain lion. You know what I'm saying. Man. But like you, you want to you want to go running in in the rocks for no reason, and then you you know say anyway. That's 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 me. That's my little two cents. Did you guys see the fire festival documentaries yet? Uh, no, I have it in my queue though. To you got to watch, watch both of them. Do you have yeah. uh, Netflix and Hulu? What am I crazy? Of course I have. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't have Hulu though. Uh, uh, here's here's the thing with Hulu. Um, you know, for this purpose, you get a free month. Just go ahead, do that, and then and then get and out of here. Well, yeah. yeah, but there's there's also a uh, like a Wu Tang documentary coming out on Hulu over like the next week or two. Yeah, yeah, I, I just still, still within that free month. Yeah, still within the free month. So, <laughs> so uh, I got to time both there. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely watch both of the Fire Festival ones. I liked. That's the only problem with doing these every couple of weeks is that like. I wish we would have gotten to talk about this two weeks ago because right. now it's just like everyone's over it and like, oh, that guy was going to do what to get that water? Right, like, right, oh my right. God, that's crazy. That dude's such a fucking, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a piece of shit, you know? Like, I don't know. I liked them both. Check them out. They're, they're, they're good stories. They're, they're definitely worth your time. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I'll say. You guys know it's Chinese New Year right now? Oh, yeah. It's Man, the year of the pig, I think. That's right. Uh, and I've been, I've been seeing a lot, of, a lot of videos from it and it just looks like, they're having the time of their lives. Just like, fireworks. Everything is big. Yeah. Every everything is colorful, and it's like if you can get ten thousand people to just do light up Roman candles. Yeah, well, not, yeah. But it's not only just that. Like they're they're in sync. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's it's just it, it's uh it's amazing to watch. Shout out to to China, y'all y'all really doing it. Yeah. That's shout big, out China. That's <laughs> a big uh, shout out. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, a a third of the world's population. Yeah. Shout out shout China. Out China. <laughs> we're actually we're actually pretty big in Japan. If you guys uh, we are oh, because wow. uh, if you do, well, that's because you're doing the Google Analytics now. You well, can figure yeah. that out. No, well, we also I can figure that out because we do hashtag TDL on our Instagram and the original. Hashtag. I was like getting all these Japanese likes. I'm like, what the? F-? Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Why? Like, what am I doing? So I finally click it. I'm like, oh, 
Tokyo Disneyland oh uses my gosh. hashtag TDL as well, right? Look at that. So, like, not a big deal. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if we ever go to Japan. Free passes. Yeah. To yeah, Disneyland. Yeah. But also, happy year uh, of the pig. What year were you born in? Do you know? Uh, 82. I, I do know what year I was born. Oh, you mean? Yeah, in Chinese year. <laughs> Good job. Good yeah. job over there. What about you, Stephen? Do you know? Do I know what year Your I'm Chinese, born in? Yeah, the Chinese. Uh, I, have no, I do know what year I'm born in, yeah. which was 72, but I have no idea in uh, the world of China what that means. Right. Like, hmm, I'm year of the, the rat. Sunday. I'm an American. I don't have to know that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He's we're like, globalists here on this podcast. <laughs> we shout out China. We're big in, in Japan. Like, I'm pretty sure we've got some German followers. A lot of Russian hackers have been hitting me up. <laughs> Speaking of Russian hackers, mm-hmm. I brought this magazine in. Somebody, somehow, this is why I changed. I'm, I'm not using my last name on this podcast right. anymore. I, I'm going to use, like, I don't know. I, I'm still coming up with a cool name. Maybe Michael Patrick. Oh, that's my middle name. Oh, just... I don't know. I need, like, but anyway, shout out Uline and whoever was able to track down my home address right. and send me this book of just junk um that, that looks like it's supposed to be in the back seat of a plane dude it go it's uh it's got my home address but it's made out to the manager of the shipping department from this detroit life <laughs> so please go buy a t-shirt because i'm pretty sure that's where this came from right but if you guys need to get uh oh here we go we can get some 50 gallon drums it's a you big, know what i mean it's like, a big company it's, I, it took ridiculous. me a while to get off the catalog list from them they just find really? every Registered business in the world, right. and they send those catalogs oh. out. You can get a free hat. That's the deal. You can right. get a free NFL hat if you order three hundred dollars worth of supplies. So I'm not anybody. If anybody wants to get a Uline catalog, shout out. Like, come through. <laughs> I got you. Um, and and uh, uh, but before we it. wrap, yeah. uh, I, I still, oh yeah. Okay, so uh, oh my god, this is ridiculous, right? I don't I don't even understand what this is. But so I we yeah, were, I went out I up. went out one night. And uh, I I don't know, shout out Checker Bar and just tied one on mm-hmm. and ended up sending out an email to the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay. And uh, completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Three weeks later, I get this. So he has an, an official letterhead from the Guinness World Records organization. It says, Dear Michael, thank you for your letter of January 7, 2019. We are always eager to hear of a new world record attempt. Unfortunately, however, your claim to have memorized pi to two decimal places falls some distance short of the current record, and we will not be sending a member of our records management team to evaluate it. Jerks. Furthermore, pi is not equal to 3.11, so this error would automatically invalidate your record attempts regard. I just... I can't believe. I'm saying, listen, they are very responsive. So if you have any ideas about what you want to do, do a world record for, uh, I'm pretty sure it was like world record at Guinness.com or something like that. Just Google it. It comes up. It's one of the first things. And they're very responsive. So I can't. I There's can't a couple of hashtags I'd throw in there to maybe make a comment about that. Right. I'm, I'm trying to be nice. So. 3.11. I was rounding down with the. What? <laughs> I can't I can't believe they even sent you a a message of any sort. Like Math this guy. is appalling. Dude, you know what? That's back that to my customer service up. standpoint. Right. They were very customer service focused Absolutely. there. I'm kind of impressed by that. Because they could have easily ignored it. But no, and, and I, I you you have Dude, a that could paper. go that goes viral. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they 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 eat that shit up. Like companies, marketing departments eat that up. They, so uh when are you gonna put this on, on the interwebs? I'm embarrassed, I gotta eat it framed first. <laughs> Okay, and then we'll go from there. But anyway, okay, uh, Stephen, where can people hear more about Motor City Brew Tours? 
MotorCityBlueTours.com. Yes. You that's how right you there, do right? it. That's MotorCityBlueTours.com. <laughs> you got it. Or, uh, or at MotorCityBlueTours at uh, Instagram or Facebook, Twitter at MIBeerTours, BeerTourGuy.com, MIBeerTours.com, DetroitBikeTours.com, and about 15 other websites nice. like that. But yeah, MotorCityBlueTours.com. We have like 40 events listed on there, all kinds of great stuff. Come check us out. Dude, next time you come on, can we do like a, a beer tasting or something together? I want to taste some of your favorite uh, beers, but I'm not going to ask you what they are, but just some <laughs> of the ones that you enjoy drinking more than you enjoy drinking others. Who said you couldn't learn anything today on the show? I'm You're saying. learning stuff. I'm That's saying. pretty awesome. I'd love to come back on. Yeah. 3.11 pie. All right. <laughs> Shout out everyone. Uh, check us out online at Rufio Jones, April 6th, PJ's Lager House, mm-hmm. uh, Second Clue, live podcast. Yeah. We're going to do a live podcast from PJ's Lager House for an hour. Then after that, we've got a whole lineup coming, okay? Uh, Next episode, I will release two out of the four acts. If you have been paying attention to the Instagram, you will have already figured out most of them. There's one guy coming in from out of town, and we've got a bunch of the biggest names in Detroit hip-hop, in my opinion, uh, that are coming through, and we're going to blow the roof off it. So April 6th, it'll be like 10 bucks. I mean, it's negligible. Uh, That'll get you in all night. Uh, Cash bar, tip your waitresses, yada, whatever. So... ThisDetroitLife.com, at ThisDetroitLife, April 6th. Car, you got anything? Yeah, just don't die before April 6th. Anything after that, Jesus, whatever. Fuck. Are the tickets non-refundable, though? <laughs> 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 All right, we're out. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>